Welcome to Inside Out. Without prejudice or boundaries, this space is for raw and vulnerable conversations surrounding health, mental well-being, relationships, parenthood, and so much more. Our goal is to deliver a conversation that will educate and empower you through shared experiences told by inspiring and relatable guests. My name is Chris. I'm a wife, mum, and stepmom who is on a personal journey that cultivates a life of alignment and intention. I hope these conversations encourage you to do the same. Let's dive deep into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to Inside Out. I hope everyone had a beautiful Mother's Day with your loved ones. Um, I thought that it was very timely today that I shared with you this conversation that I had a little um, while ago, a couple of weeks back with my girlfriend, Chloe. Now, she is co-host of Mama Hour. She is in the trenches, the depths, the season that is motherhood with her two beautiful babies. And in this episode, we dive into all the things parenting, the ups, the downs, everything in between. Um, It is a conversation to have in your ears, not for little ears to be listening to. There are a few fiery words, um, but basically we just wanted to share some of the positive things that we're experiencing right now, things that we feel like need to be celebrated more and the things that we want to stop shaming ourselves about and judging ourselves on in motherhood. So tune in have a listen let us know what you think leave a quick written review on apple Podcasts, or pop on um pop it onto your instagram we would be very grateful hello and welcome back to inside out you are here today with chris and chloe we are doing on the couch with chris and we are chatting all things motherhood now chloe is co-host of the podcast mama hour mama of two beautiful toddlers and we wanted to share some things that we are experiencing in the season of motherhood that we just feel like needs to be normalized so welcome to Inside Out, Chloe. It is a pleasure to be having it, the, you here chatting with you. Hi, Belle. Cheers. Cheers. Coffee's here. I'm yeah. so, so excited. Nine o'clock, ready I to know. go coffees. Yep. And I'm just, uh, what have I got, half an hour till I start work. So yeah, half an hour of power. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's do this. Let's do it. So the first thing that we feel like definitely needs to be normalized in motherhood, and we were talking about this the other day, is mm. celebrating the wins. So like in reference to... Everyone sharing like really emotional hardships, struggles on Instagram and things like that. And that's something that I've done. And I feel like that is met with such commendment and pride and women um, sharing those experiences, just naturally being like, I'm going to share that. But the wins, like, I don't know, your baby sleeping through the night, things like that. No one actually really like, I even said to you the other day when I get on Mama Hour and I'm chatting, I get on there to show... Obviously, I show my kids and like, you know, having a good time at the park or whatever, but I usually go on there to vent and tell you how much of a shit day I've had. Mm, mm. Like, I've just noticed it and it's come to my attention that that's all I go on there for. Mm. And I'm like, I'm doing it because I want people to relate to me or for another mum has had a really bad day that they can come on and be like, fuck, I'm not alone. But then I'm like, I don't actually go on there and say... Fuck yeah, I've had such a good day. The kids have been so good today. Mm. Like, I don't find myself actually getting on there and doing that. So I think that, uh, going back to that, needs to be normalised. Yeah, I have a friend of mine, Denny Duncan. Um, She's the figure on Instagram and she's just had twin bubs and she's killing it. She's doing so well, mm. but she's slept trained the babies since they were a couple of months old, which yeah. is amazing. Her babies have slept through. They literally sleep like 6 till 7 a.m. and have slept through the entire time. Mm. And she gets slammed for that. She's had oh messages this week being like... Um, she's lying. She just lets them cry it out all night and things like that. And she's like, my babies don't cry. They no. go to sleep. Like, why can't we just normalize celebrating good things exactly. in parenthood when they come up? Absolutely. And yes, there's a place for 
for the hardships to be shared. Absolutely, because yeah. that is something that we can all resonate with and we want to, you know, find other people that are going through the same seasons to, I guess, connect with. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful. But yeah. can we celebrate the wins too? Yes, absolutely. I reckon we should do the wins and definitely the shit stuff that comes up as well. Agree. So the next thing that we wanted to share is not gentle parenting. So I <laughs> I feel like on Instagram, like there's all these different styles of parenting and I see a lot of mums being like, I do this style, I do yeah. this style. Yeah. Love it. Good for you. Yeah. But I'm just parenting, hey? Oh, I'm just in <laughs> auto-parenting. Like, that's all there is. But I think if you look at, like, I guess all the parenting styles, I would say I'm a combination. Mm. Like, I would, like, what are they? Helicopter, sensitive, attach- like, but then, like, I don't know, discipline, rah, rah, rah. Like, there's all those different parenting skills. I would say I'm a combination of all of them. It just depends how much sleep I have. <laughs> it depends on how my kids are, if they're acting like assholes that day. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and yeah. while we're on that, let's normalise for a second calling your kids assholes oh, or little God. cunts. Oh, God, absolutely. I, I'm sorry to drop the C word, but I call, I refer. <laughs> and when I'm talking to my girlfriends, if my friend's like, how are the kids this way? I'm like, they're fucking little cunts. <laughs> They were. I know we say it to each other I so know. much. Well, because Jesse and Harlow, mm-hmm. our two eldest, um, they're very similar. Right? They're four weeks apart. I think mm-hmm. we always get it wrong, but let's just say four weeks apart. And we all they're on the same page in what they're doing. So every time when we have a conversation, we always just saying, "Oh, those little cunts." Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> let's normalize it though. Like we love them so much. Of course, like, that doesn't change anything. Yes. But like I feel like if you if I was to jump on the gram and say that out loud, oh, I would be like, "You can't do that." Oh my god, absolutely. And we'll probably but I just, know, people probably won't agree with us saying it now. But like, it's just. But what I just we're did. saying. I yeah. said it. There exactly. You go. Sorry, I said guys. it. Can't take it back. And as for like the styles of parenting, like amazing. If you're doing something and it works for you and yeah. you've found an approach that yeah. really um, magnified your your lifestyle and it made things easier for you, that's incredible. Love that. But for me, I have a blended house. I have two businesses. You know, similar to you guys, you and Jared, we are under the pump. And it's kind of like I'm just going to get up today and see how the day plot rolls out. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like if I'm going to have a good day, good for me. If I'm going to have a shit day, I'm going to let myself have that shit day and, you know, tomorrow's a new day. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I always try and do as well. Like I always just – if I'm having a really bad morning, I just try and turn it around and go, okay – Everyone, reset mode, let's try and have a good day. And if you don't, okay, there's always the next day. Like, don't and always dwell in it so much as well. Easier said than done. I do that a lot. Mm. But I'm, I'm really trying to be more aware of how I'm acting. Absolutely. And mm. I think, like, our parents, when they were raising us, like, I think we turned out okay, but other people might think yeah, otherwise. I think we turned out bloody perfect. <laughs> um, I feel like they weren't going through all these different styles of parenting, but mm. yet... We were taught to be kind, respectful, compassionate. Manners. Manners, all that sort of thing. Like if we're instilling the foundations into children, what they need in adulthood, I think that's probably like that's the style I'm doing. I don't know if there's a name for it, but that's it. Yeah, there's Um, no – I don't think there is any style or name to it. It's mm -hmm. literally we are just parenting and we are just trying to get by. Yeah, and I also think that um, we've evolved so much – as a society in terms of emotional awareness and emotional intelligence that me with my parenting style of talking about our feelings and like being really patient, getting down on a child's level, all that sort of stuff has evolved since our parents were parenting us, right? Absolutely. We were um, just to like quickly throw something in there. We were at a girlfriend's house the other night and um, she is a daycare teacher and she was just saying about like how teaching and like emotions have like just as you're saying have 
have come so far compared to when our parents were raising us. Mm-hmm. We were taught, right, well, say Jared's parents, would they were taught him if he was to cry, why are you crying? Stop crying. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Don't that cry. kind of And with us, it's like we, I've had to try and teach Jared well, what we need to say is, well, this is our parenting, our parenting style. What we try and say is, like, you know, how, why are you feeling like that? Can you please tell mummy why you're feeling like that? Or tell daddy why you're feeling like that? And then we can try and, like, fix that if we can. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I, I, I tend try, to try and not say, don't cry, because it's valid. You're allowed to cry, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just there's, it just evolves so much in how you connect with your child and how you teach them. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I had an experience last week with my one of my stepdaughters who had a day at school where she went through some things and I knew something was up when I picked her up. She didn't want to talk about it, so I let it go and that's okay. Like I've parented them now for five and a half years, yeah. so since they were really young. Mm. Um, and she come and asked me to talk a little bit later and that's sort of how we work. I let her go, we'll let them both go and when they're ready, they'll come to me and, they, and she did and she expressed what she, whatever she'd been through and whatever was happening. And I just said, do you want me to do something about it yet? Or do you want me to, you know, talk, talk to daddy and we can do something? And she said, no, that, that's not why I told you. And I said, that's okay. Yeah. I, it's just between you and me and yeah. it's, you know, nothing major. Or dramatic no, exactly. Was, and it's not going to impact her life dramatically. It was yeah. just a few little things yeah. at school. And, um, and I was like, okay. And then later that night, like three hours later, she come out and she gave me a cuddle and she was like, I just want to tell you that I'm really grateful that you just listened to me. I just Aww. needed someone to listen to how I was feeling. That was beautiful. She yeah. didn't want anything from that. But she, all she just wanted from you was like your ears and mm-hmm. you to listen. Oh, that's And so I beautiful. think that that's emotional awareness. That's yes. a little girl communicating. That's all I needed. Yes. And so like, I feel like that value and that learning has been instilled to her now over the last five oh, and a half years. Oh, absolutely. But how, like, you know, our parents probably didn't know to have that conversation with mm. us, for sure. Absolutely. So... That's yeah, definitely not shaming anyone for their their styles of parenting, and no. I think just bringing back to the forefront of you don't have to have a particular label for the way that you parent no. to be a parent. I think parenting is the label. Yeah, um, just just be whatever. Just for be a lot a, of people, yeah. yeah. But if you are doing it, that's cool too. But yeah. for the people that aren't and feel that shame sometimes or feel that judgment when they're in maybe a motherhood group or something like that, yeah. or the Facebook groups where they're all talking about the different styles yeah. of parenting and things like that. I think that it's really important to just be like, hm, babe, I'm just parenting exactly. and that is okay. Don't put the pressure on yourself. Easier said than done, I know. Yeah. But just try not to put the pressure on yourself. Agree. That makes it so much, so much harder. Agree. <laughs> um, so the next thing we <laughs> – actually, I want Chloe to share her story <laughs> of her raging <gasps> oh, to her child. And so God. everyone's going to relate to this. So. Here I am saying, oh, yeah, I get down to my child's level and I'm like, what's wrong? Are you okay? Rah, rah. But this was a moment where um, I don't know if any of you do follow Mama Hour, um, I usually get on there and just tell funny stories or what's happening in our day. And Harlow, my three-year-old, is just obsessed with dresses, like absolutely obsessed with dresses, which is fine. But when you're trying to leave somewhere and you need her to wear like shorts and a t-shirt, you know, like to the park or something like that, and shoes, she'll just have a fit because she wants a dress on. So she wanted to wear this Elsa dress that she absolutely loves. It's too small for her. And I said, no. And I just kept on saying no because I'm like, you're not going to have it over me. Like, you're not going to wear this dress. Anyway, for an hour, there was a high-pitched scream. And I mean, like, it was piercing. I was like, just please be quiet. Like, shut the fuck up. That's exactly (laughs) what I was thinking in my head. Like, I was close to actually just saying it out. 
And then I was like, no, you're not wearing it. That's it. She started going off. I went over. I grabbed the dress. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I grabbed the dress. I like was like the Hulk and I ripped it in half. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. And after I did it, like I like the, the relief that I had from not yelling or doing anything, just ripping this dress. But then that <laughs> that little moment that I seen her face and she was like, oh, and then like screamed again. I was like, I don't know what's just happened, but I did. I ripped the dress. It was in the bin and it was just like World War Three. Like, honestly, it was literally a disaster. But I needed her... <laughs> I don't know. Now she goes, oh, mummy's angry. Dress in the bin. Like, <laughs> she's I'm like, yeah, darling, you know what? If you're not going to start listening and you're not going to wear your dresses where the dresses are appropriate to wear, they will go in the bin. So maybe I have traumatized her a little bit, but now she's known. You yeah. can't walk all over me like that just to wear a dress. Like, let's like break it down. It's about a dress that you've just had an hour conniption about. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, but it was funny and like, it was so funny. When I shared the story, a couple of mums were like, hey, do you have any, like, free, like, spare frozen dresses available? Like, I, I want to, like, rip one up today or cut one in half. Like, it was funny. Like, we just made it a joke. And it was like, well, that was that was my moment that I had. And I felt good about doing it. As I said, I think I've traumatised her. But now she does. She knows. Okay, we won't wear our pretty dresses. She calls them pretties. I won't wear my pretty to preschool. I won't wear my pretty to the park. I'll just wear it when, you know, it's appropriate to wear it because otherwise it's going to be an hour fight that does not need to happen. No, and I think just normalising losing your shit. Like, yeah. let's just say it. Like, it's okay to lose your shit. One of the things that um I was chatting to my hubby about this week, like, when we've had disagreements, which is very rare, but mm. when we do in front of the children again so rare mm. but there was an occasion a couple of weeks ago where we were having an open discussion and the dialogue was we were both being quite passionate on the discussion yeah and the dialogue had to, and the children just heard us and kept coming in the list yes. of tuning yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> and whilst we wanted them to leave the room i also wanted to normalize that mummy and daddy can have a disagreement and it doesn't mean absolutely. that we're breaking up or ending anything absolutely and they saw us cuddle at the end and mm. kiss and say we love each other at the end yeah. and i think that was a That's really beautiful healthy way for them to see two people have a disagreement well, knowing that they love each other and you can come from a place of love and choose not to want the same things in a moment like that's okay because not everyone's going to agree with everything in life or everything they do in life but i think it's the timeline of the conversation right you both were passionate about what you were speaking about you both came to an agreement on it and then you hugged and said i love you like or uh, jackie isn't at that point yet and i remember you telling remember telling you this that when me and jared if we have like a heated like agree um agreement disagreement he will come over and be like, no, no, and just want to try and like break it up. And it's so crazy because we rarely, we don't even see each other through the week. Like we're so busy on the weekends with the kids. We don't really have time to fight. So it's very rare that he will see us like that. And it's very crazy that he just has that vibe or that awareness that he's like, I don't want that to happen. It was so crazy. He just feels the energy shift he, in the room. Exactly. He just feels it and he's just like, no, nope, not up in here. And it is. It, it pulls us away from the um, the argument and we go, it's all right, Jaxie boy. Like, it's okay. Like, you know, we're all right. We're just having, it's having a conversation. And then we kind of laugh about it Then it's done. It's good. He yeah. kind of like breaks that kind of tension between us. 
So yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love the little kids. They're so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> of course we love them. Little Every shit. parent loves their kids, but fuck. Like they drive you mad sometimes. Oh my god. I was I in know. tears on Sunday, like yeah. absolutely sobbing to my eyes out. My husband had to push me out the door, like to go for a walk just yeah. because I was just done. Yeah. I said, I can't fucking clean, cook, nah. dress, mm. undress, bath. I'm just done. Because it is oh, repeat so many times a day and on weekends they're dirty. Yeah, it's, it is. That's all it is. It's yeah. Groundhog Day and it's over and over again of the same shit. And, you know, when people say, but I would like, you know, I, what, what is it? What are you trying to, what I say? What am I trying to say? You can't live with them, but you can't live without yes. them. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Got it. Got yeah. it in the end. But like, because it is so hard, but you can't imagine your life without them. No, you can't. Like, it's so crazy. Mm. Yes, I do crave that time that I didn't have them but now I literally don't know my life without them and it's the best thing ever just that little hug or that little kiss mm. and then it can turn right back around in a quick second where you're just like you little shit <laughs> Lola walked up to me and that this is just an example of being that exactly Lola walked up to me to game she like put her lips and goes Mwah. but then she had one of those like poppet things in her hand <laughs> yeah. So then she whacked me across the face and I mean like my lip got my tooth my tooth like my gum bled and I was yeah. like that fucking hurt. Yeah, you're like, what did you do well, that That for? literally spent around in a quick second. <laughs> That's how it happens. That's fucking parenthood for you. Oh, God, um, I'm definitely going to have to put a disclaimer at the start of this episode about language. Oh, yeah, not with little every, ears, every time that we hang out together. <laughs> I don't think there's a conversation that doesn't have the swear no, word in it. No, so it's totally This is how fun. I speak normally, guys. So if you hear me not speaking with swearing language, it is because I have my proper voice on. This is just two friends just sitting yeah. on a lounge having a coffee yeah. and having a conversation. About yep. motherhood, love it, <laughs> and normalizing it. Yes. every aspect of it. A hundred percent. And now the last thing I had here, I'm sure there's like a hundred more things I haven't thought of, oh but God, like yes. meals. I feel shamed, and I actually shared this on Instagram last week. I feel shameful jumping on the gram mm. sometimes when I see mums who are poaching chicken in bone broth and feeding it to their toddlers, Ooh, and their lovely. toddlers are eating it all up. <laughs> Cooking from scratch. I have a thermo mix that I only use for smoothies, guys. <laughs> Or margaritas. Or margaritas. <laughs> that is it. Yeah, I know. I blend the occasional smoothie or the occasional margie and that is it. Like, yeah. I don't cook. I, I barely clean. Like, yeah. I do clean. Like, I do both, obviously, yes, because yes. my children have to eat. Yeah. But it's like, can we just normalise having nuggets three nights a week? Oh, absolutely. I'm like, you can just cut them up in different ways if you want to spice <laughs> things up. Like, Add a different piece of fruit exactly. with it. <laughs> but my kids... um are pickers so mm. like they need the plates that have like the four different sections on there because Harlow can't, can't have the food touching mm. and but that's how they like it so for me to cook an actual meal for them like you know like a spaghetti bowl or something like that <laughs> look I'm going heaps outside of my range here with <laughs> spaghetti bowl but like they are they like like a nuggets with a bit of vegetables with a bit of cheese mm. with like a bloody random strawberry or something like that that's just what they like or if I have worked, if I have like worked back late, or I need to go do something before keep picking up the kids from school, I will go through drive through Maccas and get them chips. Mm. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just what works, and yeah. it's easy. My husband works nights. I do dinner, bath, and bed by myself through the week. If that worked out for me for that particular day, I'm gonna bloody do it. Mm-hmm. I want more time with my kids to actually sit down and read them a book or if not, put them to fucking bed so I can have some time. So I'm going to do that. Like, 
I'm, and that's not shaming people that actually do make beautiful meals for their kids because once in a blue moon, I will do that. Mm. But sometimes being a working mum and having a husband that works the way that he does, it's easy to put chicken nuggets or whatever on there. Absolutely. And I know, like, Jesse actually got really fussy with veggies a couple of months ago and in turn Lola did because she sees him throwing Absolutely. his plate, so then she throws her plate. Yeah. Um. And that's been really tricky, but I've been consistent with just serving them every night. He throws them on the floor, but I just serve and serve and serve. However, this <laughs> week he was eating broccolini. Like, he goes, oh, yummy yes. trees and just going for it. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, Go. we're back. Yes, No exactly. problem. Yeah. But, yeah, like it was served with chicken nuggets. And that's fine. <sighs> we do like, fish really, fingers. Are they that bad? Oh. Like, come on. It's chicken. We were like, raised whatever. on chicken nuggets, man. Exactly. Chicken nuggets. I, it was funny, and I was actually speaking about this the other day to Kate. Um... I actually didn't realize how poor my mum was like growing up because she just made my life seem so beautiful because mm-hmm. she loved me. We we did like went to the beach, we do all that kind of stuff. And I'm like thinking back on it, my mum was so poor. Not poor, I don't mean like poor, poor, but I mean like she was just getting by, right? A single mum putting a roof over my head and food. We used to have boiled rice with soy sauce. That's what we used to eat. I loved it. <laughs> and I will still eat it to this day. Yeah. Like, it's so crazy because that's just all I knew. I didn't yeah. care. I loved it. I would come home from school and be like, Mom, can we have boiled rice, soy sauce? And she, she's probably thinking in her head, God, love her. Yes, that's all we have. Thank God she wants it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, your kids don't know any different. No, like, they don't. Do you know what I mean? They don't care. As long as they're getting fed, they're not going to eat the whole bloody thing anyway. Mm. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, just normalise. Just whatever they're going to eat. Because they're not going to eat it all. Yeah. Let's I just, be honest. Yeah. And I just feel like we need to just normalise every individual's parenting experience, mm-hmm. not looking like the next person and stop comparing, stop judging, stop oh, feeling shamed. so hard, isn't it? Just feel the feelings, do what you got to do, yeah. do what feels aligned with you and yeah. don't compare your story to someone else's mm-hmm. because we are all living totally different lives with totally different needs and goals. And pressure and, though as well. Yeah. There is a lot of pressure, but like just try, just try to like stay in your lane, mm. do what works best for you. And as I said, I've got to practice what I spe- uh, what I preach because sometimes I do look and I'm like, oh, I probably should be doing that or I probably shouldn't be so like I am, like being so helicopter or just wanting to kiss them all the time. Or, do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, can there be a happy medium? But there's not, just do what you need to do mm. and and they, they will just remember how much you love them. That's yeah. what they remember. That's all I remember out of my parents. I saw a post this week that was, I can't remember word for word, but it was something like, you've got four years of them being little. Mm. Four years. Don't the- even get me started. It's on the reels on Instagram. And I always go through them and I end up crying. So I'm like, four years, I only got a year left of Harlow. Yeah. Like, I know that sounds really morbid. Yeah. But I mean, like, I like... The cuddles and the crawling into your bed in the middle of the night and stuff. Yeah. I know they'll probably do that. Like, my stepdaughter's 10 and she yeah. still does that sometimes. But, yeah. yeah, like, it's just a bit of an awakening, I suppose, to be like, you know what, if I'm going to helicopter or I'm going to be over the top with them or overly cautious, like, man, they're just, little for four years. Yeah. I know I always – that really gets me in the feels when I, like, get that through. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Harlow in a year. Mm-hmm. Then Jack's, like, and then they're just going to be older, like – and I did see something else as well saying, like, um, the last time that you pick them up, like, the last time they actually hold them, they ask you to pick them up. So every time if I get annoyed with Harlow, like, I don't need to pick you up to take you down the stairs. You can walk. That flashes back into my head. I'm like, yes, okay, I'll pick you up. You won't need me to pick you up soon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel the so, same about, like, for the older girls. So for any mums out there with um, with older kiddies, 
for the girls when they ask me to watch them do something I, yeah. and I always like I'm busy or whatever and then yeah. they go outside on the trampoline they're like Chrissy come and watch me and every time when I feel like resisting I just remind myself this could be the last time they want me to watch them oh, do something absolutely yeah yeah so I know. let's just bloody normalize everything in parenthood forever and ever and <laughs> stop just comparing <laughs> yes i am here for it all right well we're gonna finish up this app because chloe's got to go to work i've got swimming lessons with jesse yeah um thank but you yeah thank me. You. i love you i think that we're gonna do these episodes monthly guys so yeah. if you have anything that you want or feel like we need to chat on then yeah send us a dm i'll put our details in the show notes yeah but yeah we definitely love to hear from you and just um yeah share our experiences with whatever you're going through we might resonate with that and want to talk about it absolutely chris and chloe on the lounge let's do it (laughs) thank you for listening to today's episode of inside out i really want to grow in this space and make sure these stories and experiences are heard if this episode resonated with you i would love to hear from you please leave me a review and hit subscribe to ensure you don't miss our next conversation. Please also join me on Instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode at Inside Out with Chris. I can't wait to share more with you really soon.